week of August 21st, 2023. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now pursuing a doctorate in clinical nutrition and every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week we're talking about a new green tea study. Okay. This one was looking at uh, compounds in the green tea that can have an impact on weight loss uh, due to the type of gut microbes they have. Oh, interesting. Or what they def- definitely has an impact. And um, just want to say that this is a preliminary study because it was done on mice. Okay. Um, but that's always the first step in research is they test it on mice first. And if they have interesting and positive outcomes, then they will go to human clinical trials after that. Mm-hmm. So I expect that there will be a green tea study like this on people soon. Mm-hmm. So basically, this was published in the in the journal called Foods. And the researchers really were, they wanted to look at the impact of green tea and its, you know, what we call the functional compounds in it. So there are a couple that they were looking at, they, they called them the total tea polyphenols, including caffeine, which is one of them, and then another compound called L-theanine, and a particular um, gut bacteria that is um, affected by this, and this is a, this gut bacteria has a really interesting name, it's called Ackermansia. Hmm. So, um, so basically what they did was they, you know, they, uh, it's kind of hard to talk about this and mention how they do things with mice in the lab, but they make them fat. Basically, they that's their first step is they're, mm. you know, cause they're looking on, they're studying obesity and they mm-hmm. want to see the effects of the green tea on obesity. So the first thing they do is they, they make them fat through a variety of ways. In this one, they, they gave them a high fat diet. Okay. Basically something very similar to what people would eat in terms mm-hmm. of high fat percentage in the diet, mm-hmm. right? So they, uh, they gave them a high fat diet. Um, and then they, uh, for, for one group, they added in the green tea to the diet. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, they had a group of mice, they, uh, they all gave, got the high fat diet. There was another group that got a low fat diet. Um, but in the group that had the high fat diet, they then kind of split that one. Some of them got the green tea and some of them didn't. Okay. So, and they made the green tea in various uh, concentrations of strength. So they had one that was 1%, 2%, 4% of, you know, strength of, of the green tea. And what they found was the the group that had the highest concentration of green tea, they ate more food but they showed the most considerable weight loss and fat reduction, um, which indicated a significant impact of green tea on combating obesity. Well, that's interesting. They ate more. They did. They ate more food, but they lost more weight than the other group. It reminds you of friends that eat like, uh, (laughs) like no tomorrow and they don't rate, they don't gain weight. Right. And it, could it be related to the gut microbiota and the, basically the the action of these other compounds so hmm. 
that was really so this was a really interesting study they found that um some noteworthy things was that it, there was a reduction of inflammation markers in the the blood of these uh laboratory animals um which was one thing that the tea was doing for them and um and like i said it had a substantial uh, increase in the beneficial bacteria in the gut and that it also decreased harmful bacteria oh all, which you know that may be one of the main reasons why they were able to eat more food and then still lost weight because the harmful bacteria are the ones that sometimes send the signals for fat storage in the body inflame oh. inflammation um in, they induce is insulin resistance and that's what could lead to diabetes and obesity. So it's, you know, so this is very, I just thought it was very interesting. We continue to find new information about a food that is very, very old. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's been around for, you know, probably the beginning of time for humans. Mm -hmm. And, um, and interestingly, you know, when you think about it, a lot of times people worry, you know, especially here in the U.S., we're so carbohydrate conscious, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone's worries about eating, you know, like white rice or, you know, starchy foods and, oh my gosh, you can't eat that. And then you go see a country like Japan or China where in their diet is lots of white rice. Mm -hmm. You know, they eat a higher proportion of starchy rice than probably people here in the mm -hmm. U.S. Um, and yet, you know, traditionally, a lot of those people never had weight gain issues from eating that. And it could perhaps maybe be explained by something like this, where mm -hmm. they're because they also drink a lot of green tea mm -hmm. in those countries. So, mm -hmm. and that and that's just a fact. It's not you know anything else. It's just looking at the diets of people all over the world. We're always trying to take information and and research it and study it. Why do people in other places have different outcomes in mm -hmm. their health and longevity? than other people do mm -hmm. and what is it that they're doing that is giving them that mm -hmm. um, and this brings up just one thing like that that i i kind of thought of is perhaps it's because they uh they have a lot of green tea which is having this impact mm -hmm. you know the research has not ha doesn't necessarily catch up in time to what the theories are and the thoughts are but now we have some research that's mm -hmm. telling us that these compounds in green tea are having an impact on weight loss and, you know, by the way, just drinking green tea is good. Um, they've, you know, like I said, they gave it to them in higher concentrations. The one that had the highest was the one that had the most result. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, but, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, companies will put green tea extract in other things, mm. like in supplements or, you know, I even, we even just did a podcast on a prebiotic soda where one of the ingredients in one of them was green tea extract. So, mm -hmm. you know, that was there, it gets added to other things as well. So there's more ways to get that green tea than just drinking the green tea, although that's probably going to be the best way to get it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. My favorite green tea is jasmine green. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's green tea that has jasmine flowers also added into it. Mm -hmm. So it sort of gives it more of a floral flavor to it, which is nice because green tea, you know, let's face it, it's kind of bitter. Mm -hmm. And so, so it might be one of the reasons why it hasn't caught on so well here in the U.S. and 
you know, black tea is pretty popular, but right. green tea is still for the green tea lovers. Right, right, right. Well, that's great, Dee. Anything more before we go? I'll just put a link to this study on our podcast there if anyone wants to check a look, take a look at it. All right, Dee. Thank you for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process-Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at ProcessFreeAmerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.